Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a glass of water. I want to chat with you today a little bit about a little bit about communication and a little bit about burnout. I think one of the things that is often overlooked or unnoticed and um, clinicians might be unaware of is the fact that positive communication, compassionate communication can actually help you uh, minimize your risk for burnout. Okay, so the research actually shows that by helping others, by being there for others, by serving others and being invested is actually one of the ways that you could feel better about yourself. So whether it comes to personal efficacy, for example, belief that you have an impact, or even depersonalization, just reconnecting with patients, it can help to minimize those factors of burnout. And I would even wager that perhaps against exhaustion too, because I find that the more we are able to feel fulfilled in serving others, the more we feel we have to serve, right? It's kind of like that quote around those who are always busy find time. It's that kind of is how it relates to to the way I see um, compassionate communication, positive communication being a driver in minimizing the risk of burnout for cl- clinicians. You know, and the argument or the objection to this is often, I don't have enough time, right? And, and I totally can understand uh, where, where you're coming from on that in the sense that time spent with patients is seeming more and more limited uh, the further I'm in my career, definitely. 
one of the things I've always felt and I've always said is that it's never been about the, the quantity of time. It's always been about the quality of time. Okay. You know, the research shows that it only takes a minute or so to build a positive rapport with your patient. And if you can lead in that first minute with, you know, empathy and compassion and just being a human being rather than just a clinician in their face of adversities that they're going through, especially if it's the first time you're meeting a patient, um, that can go a long way, you know, as their journey goes on with you. So that's something to be aware of is that that effort that you put in to be compassionate, to be empathetic, um, especially when you are feeling stressed, you are feeling pressured, you're feeling a bit fried, to find that in you will um, kind of spark an energy in you that maybe you didn't think you had at that time, especially when it is recognized by your patients. And not every patient's gonna come out and tell you that, of course, but some will. Some will tell you that um, you know, you've been wonderful at um, being there and just guiding them through this overwhelming process, right? So you might be the first person that does that for them along the way. We have to remember that our patients have encountered many healthcare providers by the time they get to you, likely. So we have to kind of um, be the one who stands out in a way, right? Set the bar, and we're all capable of doing that. So one of the things you can do, like to build empathy, it only takes moments okay so to feel empathy it only takes moments i'll never forget when i was in school i was an undergrad and we were watching a video on spinal cord injuries and they showed they simulated um, somebody falling from a cliff and breaking his neck and the sound that instant sound of him breaking his neck actually caused me to pass out in class at the sound of that because I knew that that sound meant that he broke his neck and that he would have suffered a spinal cord injury or died, right? And that, that feeling that overcame me drove me into that, um, that type of response, okay? That nervous system, uh, vascular response as well, okay? So that's how quick empathy can hit you. Now, this was a physical empathic example, but that's how you know emotional and cognitive empathy is too right in your interactions it only takes moments so i recommend you know when you're meeting and greeting your patients that you know you are um and you are presenting yourself in such a way that you show that you're with them that they're safe with you that they can trust you and that um you know you might want to just ask them how you can make them more comfortable during their time with you, whether it's in that assessment itself, right? So those small touches and, you know, then you can kind of get into your assessment with them. And then I would also finish off with a personal touch as well of some sort. Again, making sure they're comfortable when you're leaving the room. Nothing. One of the things I always say is that leave nothing unsaid by the time you leave that room. Okay. Or that patient uh, clinician encounter, and you will feel much better walking away from that um, from that situation and more clear-minded to help the next person, okay? But it really does come down to being present and um, being aware of what, 
you know, who's in front of you in that moment and um, offering the best of yourself and your purpose during that time with them. So this is all the, the kind of stuff I talk about in my book and communication is care. And, you know, again, the research shows that um, in order to build empathic, compassionate connections, you know, patients have to feel like they can like you, trust you, and be guided by you, right? So you don't have to actually feel somebody's pain literally in order to, to be empathetic. But what patients want to sense is that you're trying to understand, okay? So that's the biggest thing when it comes to empathy is you're trying to understand not only their emotions, but also their perspectives, Okay, so why they could be feeling the way they feel, not just what they feel in itself. And then compassion is your ability to offer positive solutions to such an overwhelming situation that they may be going through. So you, you still staying clear-minded enough to guide your patient through such a difficult time. Okay, and so what they found even from a patient standpoint is that your patients may become more compliant to the program they may experience less discomfort along the way, especially post-operatively, and their healing times overall may be, may be quicker. I've, I've seen this in my own patient care experiences because one of the things that I do is help patients get home from hospital, and I find that patients who feel more actively involved, who feel uh, like they're more of a partner in their care, um, tend to tend to go home sooner, they tend to take more initiative, they tend to guide me. And um, yeah, I just find then that my fulfillment also goes up as a result, right? Which is why I can be here right now sharing this kind of stuff with you today. So let me know what you think. Like I said, if you want to um, take a look at my book, Communication is Care. I know they offer a free excerpt on Amazon for the Kindle edition, so you can check that out. Um, you can also, it's available on Amazon, it's available on Indigo um, as well online, and basically every retailer globally does have the book in either ebook or print form. So if you simply Google my name and the title of the book, Communication is Care, you can find it there and check it out. And if you guys like this podcast, please leave an honest review in your iTunes platform. You simply scroll down, you hit write a review, and it takes about 30 seconds to do that. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want to ask more, com more, more questions about this, or if you want to keep this particular conversation going, you can reach out to me on Instagram at bestobsessedwithjen, and we can connect on there as well. So until we chat next time, guys, remember to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.